0: Welcome wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for fans and we appreciate you joining us for episode 26. I can't believe it 26 episodes. I am your host representing the old school wrestling fan and your favorite barber
1: Tim
2: Gilbert. And I'm your host the architect of pro wrestling podcast Andy.
1: I'm also your host the no sound wrestling indie fan Jeremy.
0: Okay guys. Well, today we are going to be talking about there being a new United States N Intercontinental Champion. Edge versus AJ Styles is set for WrestleMania, something that we've been hoping for for a long time. And we're going to do a, a AEW Revolution review. But first, please go on over to YouTube, uh, like and subscribe to the channel. We got old episodes on there. We got shirts on prowrestlingtees.com, backslash the PW fan. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is at the PW fan. Uh, we got all that stuff out of the way. So let's jump right into the show and have a good show today. Andy, why don't you bring us in, man?
2: Alrighty, a couple things uh, I want to talk about before we get into the actual shows this week. Uh, I don't know. I know Jeremy did. I'm not sure about you, Tim. Or maybe you saw clips of Vince McMahon was on Pat McAfee's show. And it was, I thought it was a really good interview. It's rare. Uh, also, awesome I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, on it, he... You know, the rumor was that Pat McAfee was going to have a match at Mania, so Vince off- did offer him a match, which uh, we would find out on SmackDown this week who he was going to face, but yeah, I enjoyed the interview. It's one of those rare things that he's done a live interview before. Um, yeah, thought that was really cool.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. I, I thought it was awesome, and if anyone hears any uh, like storms or anything, if there's like a hurricane that's happening outside right now while we're recording, So hopefully you don't hear any of that. Yeah, Um, It's
2: coming my way at some
1: point. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So so I've been told. It sounds like it's knocking over everything right now. But um, yeah, I thought that was really cool to see that side of Vince on the Pat McAfee show. And it kind of showed like more of a human side of him. And also, I mean, they are kind of like friends, I guess, Pat McAfee and Vince. So it was kind of like that, like Mm -hmm. buddy buddy interview. But like, there's only a few questions. I was like, okay, that's a bit much. It yeah. was like, how does it feel to be so creative and all this all the time? I'm like, all right.
2: <laughs> yeah, Vince um, doesn't like compliments or
1: anything. <laughs> it yeah, off that <laughs> interview. Um, but it it was just inter- inter- interesting to see like what he said about the releases and like uh, some of those things where, he, like I think he said like cutting dead weight, which I was really surprised that he said because uh, I'm like, what Malachi Black and you know Keith Lee like that's not dead weight really.
0: Yeah, I, I really thought the interview was interesting. It's very weird to see Vince out getting interviewed outside of a WWE setting. Over the years, he's done interviews with Bob Costas, and he's done some other interviews where uh, he did one with, I think, 60 Minutes Sports or something like that about like the death of wrestlers. I remember Roddy Piper was on it. It was a big deal. But, um, yeah, anytime you see him out of his setting it always seems interesting but uh pat mcafee made him feel comfortable it was a good interview i recommend anybody go watch it and yeah like it it was kind of cool to see him act just more just like a normal person and not like the i've watched some of his interviews where he's like in the wwe setting and he's it's much more of almost like a performance this seemed like he was actually just hanging out with the guys kind of thing
2: Um, so also this week, guys, I read that negotiations with Cody Rhodes have fizzled out. I'm not sure how, uh, accurate that is, but it's interesting because if they have, what, what does
1: Cody go to next? It's because he's going to go back and run ROH for Tony Khan. Oh
2: God. Make that be his dream.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea what he's going to do if he doesn't sign with WWE because he's going to go back to AEW and then... You know, back in basically the spot that it could have been the whole time.
2: Well, I read that also, like, Cody was somehow fit into, like, the WrestleMania card, like, plans. Yeah. In some way.
1: Yeah, like, it's written down backstage mm-hmm. that he's in
2: it. Yeah. So, I wonder, you know, what it could have been. The neck tattoo. Or, or against who? He's <laughs> called the neck tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, also this week, though, unless, Tim, you got anything to say on that? Um...
0: I'm surprised, to be honest. I really thought that was going to be a thing, but it's. we'll get into it. I don't ruin anything, but it looks like there may be other opportunities for Cody
2: coming up, so we'll talk about it. Um, But the last thing, which I, I hadn't typed out because I just read it today, actually, was Vader is the next to be inducted post-humanously uh, into the Hall of Fame. Well, he deserves it. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. pretty Vader's cool. a legend. So that was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, so let's get into Raw this week. A couple of things to go off of. Uh, there was a KO show segment uh, with Seth Rollins. Not as the guest, though. Seth Rollins was just with him. KO's wearing a cowboy hat, but instead of front to back, it's sideways. So he looks like a freaking doofus. <laughs> um, he's out there. Tra- yeah, he's out there trashing Texas, which uh, I think is this whole story building to Stone Cold if that's the, where they're going. Uh, eventually, he takes off the hat and stomps on it. Um, then Alpha Academy ends up coming out as the as the guest. Uh, KO and Seth, I believe, are in line to face them for the titles, I think, tonight, actually. Um, yeah, I think
1: it was tonight with, like, a triple threat or something.
2: Yeah. One, one thing I'll say, guys, I love Chad Gable. I think he's the next, like, Kurt Angle. He's so, like... He's got the funny, you know, the comedic chops and everything. I think he finally found his, like, his character after, like, things like Shorty G and, like, all that, <laughs> which were just awful. I, I I, mean, say what you want about Otis. Otis is actually kind of funny lately, but I actually do like their group. Uh, I think they're actually really funny. And uh, Chad Gable, I can I see, being one of those, you know, another, like, Kurt Angle. I mean, he's an Olympic uh, wrestler as well, but... Yeah. um. Yeah, I don't know. I actually like watching them on screen now, so it doesn't bother me. But, moving on. Uh, Ciampa was back on Raw this uh, past week. He wrestled Robert Roode. Champa won. I thought the match was pretty good uh, afterwards. Roode and Dolph attacked. I'd read that they're going to be doing more of this, um, like, NXT 2.0 stars coming up. Tonight, actually, uh, I read that Ciampa and Braun Breaker were backstage at Raw tonight, so it seems to be a thing going forward. Um, but yeah, as Tim mentioned in the beginning of the show, we had a new U.S. champ uh, crowned. It was Damian Priest versus Finn Balor. The winner was Finn Balor. At the end, Priest gets on the mic, uh, talks about how fans never gave him respect, which fans really liked him in the beginning of his run. I don't know what he's <laughs> talking about, but... Uh, and he said he's going to earn it back when he gets his title back. And then he uh, he attacks Balor and throws him onto a table. Um, poor friend Balor doesn't even get to celebrate his his win. But uh, can yeah. It, that. But yeah, I mean, congrats to Balor. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to walk into Mania as the champion. So, how do you guys feel about Balor finally getting something once, since he's come back?
1: It's pretty cool, and it's finally nice to see that Balor has something to hold on to. It's, he's been in kind of like limbo after you know, uh, God uh, rejected his title oh, reign. God. For
2: I forgot, uh, I forget that, about that part of the Roman match.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely um, nice to see Finn doing something.
2: Just yeah, he's got all the talent in the world. Just freaking give the guy something, man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and plus, pre pre title reign, I feel like fizzled out. Like I'm kind of over him at the moment. Um, and... Dude, like
0: 2016, Finn Balor was like. That was that was one of my favorites.
2: Yeah, too bad he got hurt and never had a good title run. Who know. knows where? Who knows get, where? How he would have been viewed if he had like continued being champion?
0: Did he get hurt from that buckle bomb? Was that it? Yeah, yeah. it was so gnarly. Shoulder, Seth Rollins and the
2: buckle bombs. Yeah, he you finished the match, but yeah, the next night had to relinquish Damn. the title. Um, the big news though this week on Raw was. Edge had a segment at the very end. Uh, he calls out anyone in the back again because he's finally looking for an answer. And AJ Styles accepted his WrestleMania challenge, which we were all kind of hoping for. Mm, we were talking this about it ago. Yep, this is a dream match in a way. Both won it um, from what we have read. Edge ends up saying that to him at one point. Um, he wants the Bulldog AJ, not the one that's been playing tag team bitch to Omos. <laughs> and uh, yeah. they show the camera at AJ's face. And I don't know if AJ knew it was coming, but he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 is what he, like, mouth. Um, Edge, though, ends up attacking AJ, uh, Ed, and then AJ comes back, but Edge gets a low blow and continues the attack. Edge is finally getting booed for the first time since him uh, his uh, return. Uh, he's about to leave, but he goes back for more. He grabs a chair and ends up doing two co-chair toes to uh, AJ. So Edge has turned heel. He'll be the heel in this WrestleMania match, I guess. I mean, AJ literally just turned from a heel to a baby face before, so maybe it's too soon to turn him back, and you got to have one. Um, I'm super excited for this match. That's all I have to say. It's probably the one I'm looking forward to the most, maybe on the card at the moment. We'll have to see how things wait. get added. Yeah. Any thoughts, guys, or just we all just...
1: I just can't on. wait for this last <laughs> yeah. show.
2: Now, and, Ed, I, and also, you know, Edge as a heel is always fantastic, so... Yeah, I think he's better. Um, yeah. You know,
0: hey, it, he prob- he's probably excited to play heel. I mean, he's done the baby face thing for a while. He's gotten, like... Look, the moment that he wanted, right? Wow. Um, I just wanted to say, Jeremy, because uh, we live in proximity with each other. The storm is really raging here. So if, <laughs> <It's> if a- <laughs> any, yeah, if anybody hears that in the background, I apologize. I don't. You guys are good. I can't hear anything. To do about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, Come on, Sam. Go stop it, the wind outside. Yeah, that's wild. I hope I live in the woods. So I'm always like paranoid. A tree is going to fall on my house. <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah, man. Edge turning uh, heel, yeah. Yeah, like, he's probably looking forward to it, and he does a really good heel. He got, like, a decent reaction as Babyface. The moment that he wanted was that Rumble return, and it was amazing, right? You're not going to top that. Because he was gone. Probably. It's like
2: when Seth came back after being injured, yeah. and he had left a heel, but, but then came back. And like, he was always better fucking as you. a heel. If you think I over agree. the
0: majority of Edge's career, Edge is a heel.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, radar super, superstar gimmick was always I I looked at it as a heel gimmick. Yeah, oh, that's now, true.
1: Yeah, now,
2: now I can hear it a little bit. If that's if that's what I'm hearing, Tim, we'll
1: <laughs> it's coming for you.
2: But it's all right, guys, uh, let's get into dynamite uh, because we are covering revolution this week. We're not doing a full dynamite review, but uh, yeah, dynamite kicked off uh, with a. Tony Khan's big announcement, and for once, it was not a superstar that uh, he was signing. It was no... And he was in
1: the ring doing it.
2: Yes. Yeah, for for once, Tony actually came out, and his announcement was that he has bought ROH. ROH,
0: ROH, ROH.
2: Fans seem to be really excited about it. Um he had a funny line saying he's like, "No, and Shane's not in the ring. This is Shane's me this time. <laughs> Shane's not here. This is me." Um. So yeah, that's first. Let's get into that because that's that's like one of the biggest news of earlier this week was yeah, Tony Khan has bought, um, ROH. Um, it's I'm curious to see if they just keep it kind of how it is, and um, he works with the owners there. Or if he kind of merges it with his own company, I don't know. I don't know what's smarter. I don't know if you taint it, you know, and make it like don't basically don't do like what you did to NXT and turn into like an like ROH two porn out, like (laughs) you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. He he said so far, it sounded like it was more of like he's going to keep ROH as how it is, like he's not going to change the look or any of that stuff
2: just get a crowd back. That's all that it was yeah. missing like these past this past year
1: plus. More than 20 people. <laughs> yeah. But it's he did say he was going to be the booker too. So I'm like that's a lot cuz he does the AEW the... as well. If you
2: if you cross over the names though between the two brands, I mean you can really bring in a bigger audience if they know like say yeah. the AEW champion's going to pop up and you know along with the ROH champion or something like that.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. But apparently he, the contracts, because obviously ROH released everyone, so the contracts he has to like redo basically everyone who's going to be
2: there. Oh, yeah, okay. How about you, Tim? How do you think? I mean, this is, I'm so glad they bought it, just like CM Punk said, or they bought it over, like, WWE.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's incredible that. Tony bought it, I think that now, I hope he gets to, that means, I'm assuming that means he gets to buy the video library. Which, yeah. if there's if there's ever a chance of AEW winding up on a streaming service or starting their own streaming service, that, you know, there'll be a bunch of content that we could watch, which is awesome. Considering, at this point, if you think about it, a lot of their roster has come from there. Um, whether they went through WWE and now they're back in AEW or what they still, a lot of them still started in ROH, CM Punk, uh, Brian Danielson, and then it goes on from there. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a great thing and I'm hoping that they do something to keep the brand alive. Tony definitely seemed excited to buy it. Uh, he, he had a. A certain tone in his voice that he seems very excited.
2: (laughs) Well, speaking of speaking of Danielson, the first match of the night was Christopher Daniels versus Brian Danielson, and the reason why they did this was because that I believe was the first ROH main event, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So winner was Brian Danielson. Uh, Brian gets on the mic, um, and. He says, well, we're not in Ring of Honor, and so he doesn't have that, you know, the honor. <laughs> he doesn't hold on, doesn't hold the honor uh, anymore. So he stomps Daniels' head in, and then Moxley comes out, and Moxley gets on the mic, um, which is all just set up for their match uh, at Revolution this week. But, yeah, I thought that was a cool opener. I mean, match was good. Uh, it was just a cool opener, the way they segued into buying ROH into that match. Yeah. Um, but one of the big matches for the night was the Casino Tag Team uh, Royale to find out the last team to join the Triple Threat uh, Tag Team match at Revolution. There were a lot of teams in this in this freaking match. Um, a lot. <laughs> so starters: Darius Martin, Dante's brother, is back. So Top Flight, um, is back. And man, this guy was awesome during this match. Like he got
1: a good bump they, too.
2: They let Yeah, they let him shine. Um, so, let's we'll run down a list of tag teams. You had FTR, Top Flight, The Acclaimed, Angel, 5 and 10, Butcher and Blade, Bear Country, Varsity Blunt, Santana Ortiz, The Wingmen, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson, Young Bucks. I wrote the Ass Boys, but yeah, Gun Club. Ass um, <laughs> so has Hashtag Ass. <laughs> Hashtag Ass. Uh, Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson, 2.0, Red Dragon, um... They come out to help the Bucks because Red Dragon had already earned their spot last week. Um, yeah, so 2.0 was the end of the list. Red Dragon comes out to help the Bucks. It comes down to Darius Martin and the Young Bucks. Um, Nick Jackson gets eliminated. And then Matt does a low blow to Darius. The winner was the Young Bucks. So the truest match at Revolution is the Bucks, Red Dragon, and Jurassic Express. Um, which, as we all know, probably can be some tension between two of those teams at least. But, what I really want to get to is the c m Punk segment so the week before m j f had uh done a very um sad story about his life and it was a very good promo so c m Punk comes out to the ring and he's talking about you know am I the bad guy he talks about the thing he's done pretty sure he vaguely mentioned unless it's to something else he said i uh he said, I once bullied a guy about his addiction to where he got, like, f- fired from the company or something like that. So I was like, is that basically him talking about the Jeff Hardy feud? Because I was right at the end of the Jeff Hardy run when he was with C- or yeah, wrestling CM Punk all the time. About. Okay. So MJF uh, ends up coming, comes out and, uh, you know, they end up hugging each other and then MJF blows, blows him. It's fantastic. <laughs> So good. Uh Wardlow like
1: split second where I was like, Maybe he's not gonna do anything. It was a long hug, so
2: I was like, But yeah. you know, MGF being MGF. Wardlow, FTR and Spears come out. Um MGF uh, hits Punk with his dynamite ring, he keeps attacking Punk. You know, Punk's busted open, bleeding everywhere. He ties a dog collar around him, calls him stupid old man and that he's he's a snake. Uh, he says I'm the devil himself which I think you said was a promo throwback to like the promo or he said like yeah, the greatest lie they ever told us that the devil never existed or something. Yeah. He said some old CM Punk. Did,
1: yeah. Punk did it in ring of honor.
2: Okay. So Punk is hanging there and then Darby, Sammy and Sting uh, come out to help. Um, so that was the end of that. But no, I thought this was great. It was a great setup for the match um, this past Sunday. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on it?
1: That was perfect for wearing the white shirt. And like yes. that graphic of how much blood he had and like, especially MJF who smeared it. It was like just a perfect setup for the match.
0: Yeah. I love this. Uh, I love the callback to ring of honor. Uh, he's actually used that devil himself line a few times. Uh, there was another time he was cutting a promo with the, uh, straight edge society and he used that. So, That's kind of like a callback to him in general. So I think that's cool. And then the other thing with that is, uh, yeah, what you guys were saying about him wearing the white is, uh, and, you know, again, I feel like every time I want to bring something up, it's going to spoil something for later in the show. But, yeah, I feel like he's definitely a master of wearing the white. And the white really does show effect.
2: Yeah, so we'll get into callbacks later on uh, once we go into a revolution. But <laughs> uh, another thing um, with MJF actually that happened later in the show. So there's Wardlow and Sean Spears backstage, Tim's favorite. And MJF walks up and MJF says uh, that he'll allow Wardlow to keep the TNT title if he wins the face of the Revolution ladder match and then wins the TNT title. And then MJF says, not that you'll win it anyway. And Wardlow says something on the lines of, "Because I'm always helping you win." And MJF <laughs> slaps Wardlow. So again, dude, the the tension is at its all time high. Just, just you know, just do it already. Just pull the trigger. It made Let's that moment
1: go. coming up so much better. Yep,
2: yep. Um, but last thing I want to talk about with uh, Dynamite was Adam Cole and Red Dragon versus Hangman Adam Page. Uh, Alex Reynolds and John Silver, a.k.a. Johnny Hungy. (laughs) Winners were Adam Cole and Red Dragon. They attack afterwards and they duct tape uh, Adam Page to the ropes. They take out his teammates and then they uh, take out Adam Page. So uh, if that was the go-home show basically for the pay-per-view... Um, the rivalry has hit its peak basically with that one segment. So it made me excited for the match um between the two Adams for upcoming uh Revolution pay-per-view. Is there anything you guys want to mention from from that or I can go into SmackDown?
1: Yeah, I mean I think it was a good build up. I feel like AW when they switch titles, you know it's gonna be like a moment, and I feel like it's coming for Adam Cole. But it didn't feel like this one was it.
2: Yeah, like there could have been more if if that was what they're yeah. the direction they want to go with. Yeah. Um, just have to wait until see till when we talk about the pay per view. So, SmackDown guys, Sami Zayn who just had his celebration last week uh, with his new Intercontinental Championship is wrestling Ricoch- Ricochet for the um, or is defending his title against Ricochet. Uh, Johnny Knoxville comes out and distracts Sammy. Your winner and new champion. One of the shortest reigns ever. Uh, your new champion is Ricochet. Ricochet has been slowly getting a... Or maybe not slowly. It's It seems like he's been getting it a lot lately. A push. Um, I read it's because... I don't think they've realized it, but... SmackDown has like no baby faces. You got Drew McIntyre and you have Ricochet. And Drew's doing his own program with Happy Corbin right now. And, uh, you know, I think it's awesome. Ricochet has always had this roller coaster um, with effect with uh, WWE, at least since being on the main roster. You know, when he first came up, I remember he became a United States champion pretty quick. I think he beat AJ Styles. Uh, and then since then, I don't think he's had a title, uh, probably a twenty four seven title like one time, or something I don't know. Uh, but I'm I'm happy for him. I hope he walks into, um, Mania with the title because he's not going to be wrestling Sami Zayn because it's been announced that Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn is at WrestleMania. So, yeah, right. guys, thoughts, thoughts. We got Logan Paul teaming up with Miz. We got Johnny Knoxville teaming up with, or going against Sami Zayn. I want to hear it. Give it to me. What you got?
1: At first, with Ricochet, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that WWE just remembered that they had him on the roster. And Probably. All, let's put this guy in. Uh, Johnny Knoxville, all I have to say is why. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Uh. I mean, maybe if this was like if this was the only one, then they'll be able. Dude, I think his movie's
2: out of theaters now. It's not even going to be relevant, like any by the time the show comes.
0: I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I was going to say the only thing I could think of is the crossover or the fact that the movie was, you know, a big deal in theaters and then that gets some eyes. But I don't think it does. You know what I mean? Like they always That's do this celebrity crossover thing, and like I don't think there's anybody. Like I work in a barbershop, obviously. I bring it up all the time. There's never any customers that are like, "Oh man, like I'm a huge so and so fan and <laughs> huge Johnny Knoxville so Ra- fan." <laughs> yeah, I mean he's going to be on Raw tonight, so I got to tune in, even though I don't like wrestling. Like that doesn't happen. That's not a thing. And Everybody knows I like wrestling, I get you know my balls busted about it constantly. So, yeah, there's never anybody that's like, Oh, this actor that I like is gonna be on Raw, like, so I gotta, <laughs> so Tim, guess what? I'm gonna watch wrestling tonight. Like, dude, no one does that,
1: and it's not the other way around either. Like, we're not watching it and being like, Oh, I gotta go see the Jackass movie now because he's on Raw. It's like yeah, you know, w- both
0: brands, both brands are huge and they're different. Like, you know what Jackass is like, come on, like you definitely do. Yeah. And then people know what WWE is. So it's like, dude, even if nobody knows what, like, if you say like WWE, like wrestling, people would be like, oh, okay. Like I, they know, you know? So it's like, they're both huge brands. I don't get how, but I don't think the fan base is like really cross. Yeah, I mean they do because like Jackass isn't something that's like niche. Like, do you like to see people like fall and get hurt? Like, yeah, a lot of people do.
2: <laughs> do I loved the movie? I saw it in theaters opening night. It was awesome. But I don't yeah. need him at WrestleMania on this product.
1: I like it as two separate things. Yeah, combined. exactly.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's going to be some smoke and mirrors. I'm sure it's not going to be a very long match. I can see Sammy getting screwed over just because that's what they like to do with him. Um, yeah, and he resigns. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Lastly on SmackDown, though, um, we announced when we were talking about Vince McMahon being on Pat McAfee's show that uh, he gave Pat a match, and they had to announce the opponent. Well, Austin Theory comes out, and he starts talking shit to Pat McAfee and then uh, goes up to the announcer announcing table and tells him that he's his opponent, and he slaps the headset off of his uh, head. Um, Pat McAfee ends up standing on top of the table, yelling, "Come back here, you little bitch!" I think he said it a couple <laughs> times actually, but it's very clear because he didn't have his headset on, and the cameras just happened to pick him up while he was yelling. Um, eventually, he regained his composure, but he sold it very well, like he didn't know um, that it was going to happen. He kept,
0: "Damn, Andy, you, know, you just had that." Thick with two C's, Baltimore accent. You were like, he regained his composure. <laughs> all right, guys. Damn. Um, I've never heard uh, you, he, you We're brothers. I've never heard you, you have it that thick before. All right, he
2: regained his composure. Composure. Um, <laughs> all right, anyway. So, yeah.
1: Um,
2: originally, no, this, this was, was supposed to... Yeah, the rumor was it was going to be Vince, and... Um, like that would attract people to a seventy-six-year-old wrestling at WrestleMania. I mean, this isn't that cool of a match either. But you know, Pat McAfee can at least go better than people like Johnny Knox or Bad Bunny. I mean, he had a good match with Adam Cole. He was in War Games. Like you can make him look good. Hopefully I don't awesome know if Austin. Th- I don't happen. know if Austin Theory is the one to make someone yeah. that with not that much experience <laughs> look good. But uh, yeah. I'll just have to, Yeah, appar- like apparently Vince
1: situation. is still going to be involved in his ankle, but like Austin Theory is going to be the one taking the bumps. Okay. So well, like I don't know if it's like... We Vince, got, like, still have, what, a month? Yeah.
2: A month or so for everything to finally play out. Uh, but that wrapped up SmackDown. A couple things I want to talk about from Rampage this week. The opening match was uh, really good. It was Darby Allin versus Andrade versus Sammy Guevara. Sue Guevara. Sue for the TNT, God, that sounded gross. The <laughs> uh, Sammy Guevara was the winner. It was for the TNT Championship. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought it was a good match. It was the opening match. Likes did you to say open. it sounded very... gross? Yeah, it sounded like gurgly. It
1: <laughs> <laughs> was like five minutes later after <laughs> Uh
2: Anyway, yeah, I thought this opening match was good, guys. All right, that's that's all I want to say about that. Did you guys watch it? Yeah,
1: this was a very good match. Yeah, like I was surprised not it wasn't on the pay per view, but I guess Andrade only wrestles on Rampage, apparently.
2: I do. I swear, that's a, I swear <laughs> that's it's all he does. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Tim, did you get a chance to see it?
0: Yeah, and I thought it was a really good match, but I just the one thing I guess it's because it's against Sammy. Like the one thing that was very noticed. Uh, was very noticeable to me. Was do you guys think that like Andrade is like getting like jacked? I feel like he's getting like, you know what I mean? Like, if or you
2: follow him or Charlotte, like... if you follow him or Charlotte, all he does is fucking work out.
1: Yeah, yeah his but torso like... is like double a size. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like he's dude, skipping yeah. leg days. He's just like, <laughs> so. he's a
0: big dude,
2: a lot bigger than he was in WWE, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, but he's still so agile and stuff, but he's just like jacked. Jack to the gills
1: Yeah.
2: Um yeah, that was all just basically that match was I mean, all of those guys are in a match together in some way, shape, or form at the Revolution pay per view, so it was just a way to Yeah. I mean, I didn't see a belt getting taken off of Sammy <laughs> during that match. I just you know. It was good though. It was it was enjoyable. But also throughout the show, um Peck and Penta are in the ring talking to House of Black, and they're saying there's three members, but I forget they're the guy that translates for Penta. But, you know, it makes it seem like that he's the third member, and it's like, no, he's not. And then out comes uh, Eric Redbeard, uh, formerly known as Eric Rowan. So it's going to be Pack and Penta and Eric Redbeard versus the House of Black on the buy-in show at Revolution.
1: All I remember from this is you guys texting, being like, "How does this make any sense with Death Triangle?"
2: <laughs> Death Triangle in general doesn't make any sense. Pack with Penta and Ray Phoenix doesn't know. never has was, made any sense to me. I
0: was watching their entrance and I was like, "This just doesn't make any sense." <laughs> I don't know. I just, I mean, Ray Phoenix is
2: always getting hurt. Yeah. Oh, he's always out.
1: Well, dude, he does some crazy shit, though. Yeah,
2: but yes, no pack has never made sense to me with that triangle. It's just. And it's also awful.
1: worse when you see the House of Black and they're like all coordinated, third black, <laughs> and I, and then there's like the other team. And I'm like three random guys. <laughs> yeah, pretty <bad. laughs> much. Um,
0: one's Darth Maul. <laughs> oh my god!
2: So later on the show, we had a a backstage promo that Punk had recorded after his attack. From NJF. Um, but I thought it was really good. He seemed to, like, he was going into, like, a dark place or something kind of thing. You know, he started, he,
1: like, hitting himself at the end.
2: Yeah, like, it, it was, his face was covered in blood. I thought, it, I don't know, I just thought it was really cool and it hyped me up for his match uh, at Revolution right beforehand.
1: Yeah, it was a perfect up for it.
2: Yeah. The main event of the show, though, was and Cage versus Ethan Page. Um the match itself was fine. It was uh, Christian I,
1: Cage Page on Rampage. Oh
2: I I've said it before Cage. I'm not a fan of Ethan. Page. I'm not a fan
1: Rampage.
2: I'm not a fan of Ethan Page. Never really have been. I'm that's like my Sean Spears, how Tim feels about Sean. <laughs> so um, but the reason why I bring it up is because Christian Cage won, which makes him the final member of the face of the revolution qual or Face of the Revolution match. He's the final qualifier, um, and that leads us though into Revolution, guys. To wrap up the show, so you want to just get into it? Yeah, just get right into show. it. All right. Well, I'll run through the bind really quick. We had Layla Hirsch versus Chris Statlander. Didn't get a chance to see it. Jeremy did. Who was the winner? Layla uh, Hirsch. Layla Hirsch. Yeah. Okay. I think after that. Uh, Don Callis came out to Tony Khan's music and trolled everyone, but...
1: <laughs> Kenny Omega's music. Kenny <laughs> Tony Omega. Tony Khan's music. Like, Tony uh, t- Khan's music. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Don Callis came out to Kenny Omega's music and kind of trolled What is Tony him. Khan's music?
1: Does he walk
0: out to, like, Creed? No, dude, he just
2: appears in the ring.
1: Yeah. Bug-eyed and everything. All of a sudden, the camera um, cuts over. He's there. Yeah. Um, he just so, came out and was like, Can you take
2: me <laughs> higher? Um, so after Don Callis is in the ring talking about Kenny Omega, it's almost like he made him seem like, he made it seem like they were trying to make people not forget that Kenny Omega is like a part of AEW. Like, just to remind you, he's still here. He's just away.
0: Oh, I just wanted to point out that they gave this away by accident. Did anybody else catch that? What? During Layla, uh, when Chris Statlander made her entrance. Uh, they accidentally put up Kenny Omega's entrance video, and then they switched it real quick. Oh so they, no. See, I d- I didn't get the. I was like, Kenny's coming out, and then all of a sudden it was <laughs> during like, the girls' much. match, <laughs> and then I was like, what? And then the next segment was that, and I was like, ah, they they definitely uh... messed up. Um,
2: there was a there was three matches on this by in though, right, guys? What was Hook. the second one? Oh, this, okay. So Hook versus QT Marshall. Um, Dude, look, if you're a fan QT, of QT. Is it Marshall? I don't know. QT's
0: hair is looking great. <laughs>
2: uh, Hook, love Hook. I mean, he has, like, three main moves, but uh, he likes to, like, judo toss people over him all the time. But <laughs> this is the first time he's been on any sort of pay-per-view. Um, if you like Hook, he will probably like the match. I mean, it's just typical hook dominating um whoever he's wrestling i'm just waiting to see if he's ever gonna wrestle like a bigger star on the show yeah. instead of all these like these goons
1: but i mean he's um, so over for just having those four moves
2: yeah i know right but the the final match of the buy i thought was really good and that's what we were just talking about with rampage it was house of black versus um Penta, Peck, and Eric Redbeard. I'm not even going to call them Death Triangle. Um, Red triangle <laughs> but huh? it was really good. Uh, I believe Black got the mist on uh, Redbeard, possibly. Yeah. And then Brody King did a, a like a pile driver or something. I think that's what Tim had mentioned. He was like, that pile driver was gnarly. It was
1: yeah, it was like,
2: or, I
0: was
1: like, or God damn.
2: But House of Black won. I thought it was a. Uh, this was Buddy Matthews' first AEW match. Um I thought he looked. I thought everyone looked good. I'm I like this team. I don't think they need to grow anymore. Just yeah just keep it like this, introduce like a trios tag belt and you know
1: maybe do they can add a woman, but maybe that's it. Like a or someone. <laughs> yeah, but...
0: I think that the Lucha Bro should join the House of Black.
2: Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Pentaken. And,
0: and then and then I was gonna say Neville. And then Pac. <laughs> and then do well, Orange Cassidy should join. He should turn he should join it just because. Oh
2: Danhausen. <laughs> no,
1: Dan Danhausen Dan, Dan did the the fan fest like the night before and uh, or the day of or whatever it is. And the House of Black were actually in the ring and Dan House was interviewing them. And he's like, here's my application to join the House oh, of really? Black. Oh, really? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Al- or uh, Malachi Black just ripped it up. Oh. He's like, no, that's an official document.
2: I hope he cursed him. All right, guys, let's get into the actual show revolution. Now, the opening match uh, was a strong one. It was Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho. Winner in the end was Eddie Kingston, which is about freaking time. He loses every big match at every pay-per-view against every big opponent. <laughs> um, I feel like he had Literally to win definitely. this. Uh, Jericho did not shake his hand at the end like he thought he would. Um, but I thought the match was really good. It was a really strong opener. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, it was perfect for opening the show. And also the energy that... Yeah, it was like Jericho also comes down and everyone sings. And then Eddie Kingston straight... Beeline to the ring. It's like ten seconds of his music, and that's
2: it. Dude, you brought the straps down early.
1: Yeah, too early. Could have had
2: <laughs> more. T- too, that's what we were saying. Too early. Bring yeah. the straps
1: down. <laughs> what about you, too, too t- a- <laughs> it, No, I.
0: <laughs> I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good match. Um, I think it was a strong opener too, and Jericho looked great. I mean, I can't really say much more than that. I think Kingston should have won, and I'm glad that he did.
2: Alrighty. Um after that we had uh another awesome match. It was Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks for the AEW tag team championships. Um I think the story of this match for the most, at least the first half, was like was like the Young Bucks and Red Dragon were kinda just teaming up and going after Jurassic Express. And eventually, you know, you gotta you gotta turn on one another. And uh then it was kinda they every it. team for themselves. Yeah, toying on one another. Yeah, toying <laughs> on. Um, sorry, Tim. I keep thinking of the don't do. What I was I talking to you. All right, all right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway.
1: Um,
2: anyway. But the winners in the end was Jurassic Express. Um, yeah, the match was awesome. Um, but it, it just, it furthered the whole tension between the Young Bucks and. Red Dragon, which if you're doing that storyline, you want it to progress um at a natural p- pace. So I thought that did this for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I had to I had to go back and rewatch this match because I didn't realize like the there's some uh there's a few moves that like Jungle Boy did and it was like with three other people or whatever, and like it was insane what Jungle Boy was doing this entire match. Like I know the young bucks are like amazing high flyers, but Jungle Boy I thought came out the strongest looking in this one.
2: well you Tim. yeah no
1: I thought it was a, a pretty like awesome match and
0: like yeah I was really waiting for that moment I remember even texting you guys saying like I, I really hope that we get some interaction between the young bucks and uh, red dragon and when it finally happened at least for me that was the moment of the match that I was most excited about I was like all
2: right here we go Kylo O'Reilly came out doing his wiggle, his cool Kyle thing.
0: I just want to see a one-on-one match though with Red Dragon and the Young Bucks, which I'm sure we'll get there.
1: But
2: oh yeah, for, I think it's it's yeah. imminent for sure. They could also I've...
1: probably do another like blood and guts match eventually once everyone's back.
2: I think so. Uh, bleeding um... Blood <laughs> bleeding gleez, with the inner circle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so then we had the face of the revolution match, ladder match. It was, it was Keith Lee, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Orange Cassidy, Ricky Starks, and Christian Cage. Um, look, guys, when hey guys. you get big, when you get big guys in the ring with a bunch of little guys, and they get tossed around, people are going to get hurt. Uh, people are getting <laughs> flown around. I think Orange Cassidy really got a bad injury during this, Her or he's injured. I think. Yeah, he's injured in some way t- when Keith Lee, I believe, tossed him out like of the ring. 20 feet. Yeah, it was just... And I'm sure Warren's Cassidy jumped as well, like, didn't do it yeah. even more. But, like, God, like... And that wasn't the only spot. There was a couple of... Uh, Ricky Starks got, like, a power bombed on his neck on the ladder or something. Oof.
1: Yeah, that was the end of it. I think it
2: was by Christian. Yeah. Um. And Ricky Starks had just come back from just come back from neck uh injury yeah. why did you get power
1: cuz he got cursed by Danhausen
2: oh, oh yeah okay so yeah Danhausen just did, did come out he cursed him he cursed him he <laughs> cursed him, him.
1: Bequised <laughs> him.
2: <laughs> um i actually uh, oh well. i haven't even said the winner the winner was wardlow who um i believe all of us wanted him to win
1: yeah, I thought Keith Lee was going to win, but yeah. I'm glad that Wardlow won.
2: I think it makes sense for Wardlow to win, especially um, like we were talking about last time when we were watching it. If he goes for the TNT Championship and he wins, and if MGF, I guess, goes back on his word and wants Wardlow to give it to him, because that was a whole new contract that he yeah. signed with MJF, then that finally ignites that feud. But... Um there's something layered down in the show that didn't like that feud anyway. So um yeah.
1: that's cool for Wardlow to get like that moment for himself.
2: Mm-hmm. After that we had uh Tony Schiavone at the top of the ramp with a new contract that he kept flailing around to where you could see the name <laughs> on it. Um it said swerve. So Shane Swerve Strickland came out. Uh he had a good response. The crowd was chanting, um, Whose House? Swerve House. Uh, and
0: so Tim, who, Shane. Whose
1: house is it?
0: They were chanting,
2: <laughs> Wh- Whose House? Who is this guy? <laughs> so <laughs> Shane Swerve Strickland signs with AEW. As Tim would say, Who is this guy? Um, no idea. If you all didn't. He, he, was he was really, really good. Inflated, he inflated. was in NXT. He was James in the NXT. I've never
0: heard of her. His name was
2: Isaiah Swerve Scott in NXT. He was not Shane Strickland. He was Isaiah Swerve Scott. He was on NXT. Then he came up to the main roster, but his entire rap group that they had down at NXT was released all at once. First it was B-Fab, then it was the rest of them.
0: That was like a week, that whole run. That was like three That was weeks. on SmackDown, yeah, but he was on
2: NXT for a very long time. <laughs> nice. That's what I'm trying to say. He... he uh, before he came up, he was the um, North American champion. That's who Cameron, uh, Cameron Haynes Cameron Hayes champion of the, <laughs> the, no- <laughs> the champion of the North. The <laughs> champion of the North. Uh, so, yeah, new signee. Um, I think we are going to have another new All signee this Wednesday. right, we're not doing Wednesday.
0: that anymore this episode.
2: I think we're going to have another new signee this Wednesday. We shall see. Um, So up next, we had Ty Conti versus Jade Cargill for the TBS Championship. Um, It started off right away. Jade Cargill, like, grabbed Ty Conti and kissed her on the lips. I wasn't sure why that happened. It also (laughs) happened later on the match. Ty grabbed Jade Cargill and kissed her on the lips. Um, Probably because she's that bitch. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But match match was all right. Match was fine. Um, Jade Cargill was the winner. It was just, you know, a cool down match for, I mean, it was still a scheduled match, but it was definitely placed as a cool down match for after the face of the revolution match and then before this next one. Yeah. Um, It's
1: kind of tough because this, I actually think this was a better women's match than the other one on, like, with Bruce. I I agree
2: too. I thought this was the better of the, I mean, like I said, I didn't see the Layla Hirsch one, but also the one, uh, two matches from now, yeah. I enjoyed this one yeah. better. Um, and this brings us to CM Punk versus MJF dog collar match. Let's go. MJF comes at, MJF Let's comes out to run. CM Punk's music. Um, and then there's an entrance and there's smoke and like strobe lights. And you're kind of like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden you hear uh, AFI's Missy Eric And it's CM Punk's ROH theme song. And Punk comes out and he's dressed just like how he was in ROH, minus the long blonde hair. Pretty much, he's wearing the like long white basketball shorts with the uh, three X's on the side. And did he wear that jacket in ROH too?
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, obviously okay. it was like a newer one, but uh, yeah, he they, just they recreated. They the Larry, his dog, right here instead of the skull and bones.
2: Okay, and then on the back has the three X's as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, CM Punk came out ready for a fight. Um, match was great. Uh, CM Punk was busted open with a chain. There was thumbtacks involved. It was a brutal match, guys. Um, but the the end of this match, uh, MGF is yelling out, uh, yelling to the back for Wardlow to come out. Wardlow comes out. And he's looking for the dynamite ring, and he can't seem to find it. It's and uh, so what happened? Punk came up behind him, and what did he do? to GTS, get him on though, the ground and then he gts him the- and then Wardlow what do you know he finds the dynamite ring and he just places it on the mat and Punk gives a nice smile you know it just Punk Punk was doing some smiles during this match like it was sadistic I loved it <laughs> but I think I think he's all Wardlow's alright in his book now and he got the dynamite ring and uh, he hits MJF with the ring that has uh, screwed him over enough times already and your winner was CM Punk. Awesome match. Um, give me your thoughts, guys.
1: It was match of the night for me.
2: Yeah, uh, for sure.
1: Just with the entrances, too, where it was like, you know, Punk's cult's personality plays for the opening bit. And then MJ, MJF comes out and his music hits. And and CM Punk coming out to the Ring of Honor theme and so just the way he was dressed, like, it just, like, I don't know. I didn't think I could love CM Punk any more than I did before. Like, it was
2: awesome.
1: It was so cool to see. And especially, like, watching his post-show, like, media scrum interview of how important Ring of Honor is to them. Yes. Yeah, like, crying, if you ha- basically.
2: If you haven't listened to that uh, post-interview, I believe it's audio only right now, but CM Punk is the first to talk. It's a really good interview. He's really emotional after this match. Um and so he, he talks a lot of, about a lot of things that mean a lot to him, especially, I mean, obviously when it comes to wrestling, but this match in general, um, it was very yeah. good.
1: Yeah, he basically said, like, he, he's glad that Tony has it uh, instead of Vince mm-hmm. for ROH. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and then also he was like, this this was a, a love it Takes a lot out him of him. Lifer.
2: Well, also that this match takes a lot out. He's like, this match is brutal. Yeah. He's like, it might not seem like it, but he's like, it takes a lot out of you. He's like, you got a logging chain, like, attached to you the whole time that you have to, like, pick up and, like, do all this stuff with it.
1: The one spot I thought was kind of funny towards the end, the chain came off of MJF's collar. And, like, the ref had to go reattach it because then the next sequence was Punk pulling him with the chain. So, like, if it, the chain wasn't The chain off, broke it. at
2: one point, if you guys yeah. remember. How about you, Tim?
0: Oh, I love the match. It, it was brutal. I just, I've actually watched the pay-per-view twice already. Once last night, accompanied by some drinks. And then uh, <laughs> once today without drinks. And then I'm actually <laughs> thinking that I just, for fun, like, while I'm falling asleep tonight, before my Bleacher Report uh, version runs out, I might just throw it on one more time in the background. But I love the match. Uh, dude, the thumbtack stuff is just brutal. MJF taking that uh, straight back bump on there made me like really wince.
2: After the and GTS, then, uh, that's what he did to get down yeah. to the GTS, and yeah. then he
0: fell onto that. And then I think Punk was supposed to have like a bigger thumbtack spot when he got suplexed onto it. But what happened yeah. is like his butt, his butt and his legs and everything hit.
2: But yeah, the tacks were a little like, bit too far from where they were coming down from.
0: That just has to hurt so bad, regardless. Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah. the the whole thumbtack spots are funny too, Cause Oh yeah. Sorry, I was gonna say like the ref counting and he'll hit I the was gonna say, inside. didn't he get any picks it up? You like, <laughs> 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 got a thumbtack. In his to hand keep counting.
2: At the end, yeah, at the very end, I think. Uh but yeah, awesome match. Um the show overall was really good. Um but our next match was uh AW women's championship, Britt Baker versus Thunderosa. Want to mention they have a new women's title belt. I think it looks a lot better than so uh, the better. the original. Even though the original was like redone a little bit, uh, this one actually just feels more like a has a championship belt. Yeah, look It looks more
1: it. like the men's like its prestigious. anywhere. Yeah.
2: it's bigger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, this match was not was probably my least favorite on the card. I thought it went a yeah. little bit too long. In my like that that would. That's probably one of the reasons why I didn't like it as much. I just thought it went a little bit too long. Um,
1: Yeah, I don't... Like, they worked so well together. The first match when they had, like, the hardcore match, and, like, other matches, they worked well together. But this one just didn't work, I guess.
2: Um, The winner was Britt Baker. She retained. I don't know where you go from here, though, because I don't know who else is a believable, like... Unless you get Nyla Rose back in it, but...
1: Well, I guess you would say Thunder Rosa can have a rematch because they interfered, but
2: yeah. Well, she like... she apparently is wrestling uh, Layla Hirsch this Wednesday to see who wrestles Britt Baker at um at something coming up. I forget what it is. Oh, so it's like you're just gonna okay, do but... it again, or is yeah, Layla yeah, Hirsch we'll like the next belts to? Again. Uh, no. Any thoughts on this match, Tim? I was watching it with you last night. Yeah, <laughs> <I good>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was i pretty uh gone at this point last night i don't remember yeah but because it was, <laughs> it's like remember.
2: it's like i was saying that it was like it was going on forever and you're just like cu- like because we knew moxley and brian danielson was the extra like come on
0: <laughs> oh yeah i do remember saying that yeah, yeah it, it was, was just because like, it was going on forever when i watched it today though like it was good but no i thought the other women's match was yeah. definitely better
1: yeah yeah, Jade, from everyone who says she's green, she's actually had a better match than these two. Well,
2: yeah. she came out d- dressed as Jade from Mortal Kombat, and she came out yeah. dressed in all green with the green hair. She's really leaning into the haters calling her green because past <laughs> few weeks she's had green hair. and uh, Yeah. So when it was Britt Baker, It's I'm curious to see where they go from here or when they take the belt off of her. I mean, she kind of is the face of AW women's um, wrestling, I agree with that, but it's like I don't. She's beating everyone, so I don't know. Like the only believable person would be Jay Cardgill, but she's the TBS champion. Yeah, it's kind like, of like there's based a on how they're booking book her.
1: When the transition and then it didn't happen, so now it's like no one cares yeah. As much.
2: Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's get into the next match, which another very good one. Um. John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. Um. Moxley was busted open a lot more in this match than Danielson was. I believe. I think Danielson's mouth and maybe a cut on his forehead. Um, yeah, was about it. Moxley was pretty pretty bloody though. By the end of it, uh, I thought it was awesome. In the end, though, the winner was John Moxley, which I was curious of how they were going to go about the winner because you want both guys to look um, strong, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, when it was Moxley at the end, they start fighting against each other, and then out comes William Regal.
1: That was so cool. Um,
2: was awesome. He just he's not even walking down the ramp. he's like walking next to the ramp. Yeah. from the back.
1: He like walk from like backstage.
2: Yeah, and he tries to calm them down, and he smacks Mox in the face, <laughs> and then he smacks Danielson in the face, and he makes them shake hands. Uh, Not
1: He didn't just smack them. He, like, he smacked that was, the like, shit the out of was the hardest class I've ever seen.
2: It was stiff as shit, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it
1: was.
2: But, you know, and then they ended up shaking hands, and maybe they finally do become a tag team because they said they have to bleed together, or Mox did, before teaming with yeah. them. So if this, they're about to be a force to be reckoned with, especially if William Regal is going to be, like, with them, kind of like a Tully role. Yeah. If If that's what they're gonna do, but they're about to dominate, but yeah i like the, I like the match a lot. It was one of the ones I was really looking forward to. How about you guys
1: yeah that the match stuff was pretty it was awesome uh the people were saying like the crowd was kind of quiet for this one, like it might have been, but also like they were doing the thing of like taking turns of beating each other up with like chops or other things, so it's kind of like waiting for that sound but yeah, that was like i mean I, it's what I expected from these two. And then to see William Regal come out, and he did say, like, I could hear him, like, the audio from the cameras, he'd said, like, shake hands so we can sort this place out or something like that. So it did sound like they're all going to be mm. a team. Which is really cool. So I came out to see what they do.
0: Yeah, it was an awesome match. A lot of blood. A lot of blood on the show in general. But, yeah, this was a good match. There was some brawling. There was some, like, classic wrestling. There was uh, blood. And then... At the end, you have William Regal come out, and I heard what they were saying about them sorting the place out. Yeah, so if this becomes, like, a faction of sorts or, like, a group, this will be super cool. Also, if you if you guys are watching on video and you see me get up, I I heard a loud noise. I don't know if it's the wind or what, so I just wanted to go inspect what's going on. But Andy, continue on. I'm just going to make sure that nothing hit anything. Sorry.
2: Right. That's fine. Um... All right, so next match was um, our trios tag match. I I believe this was a tornado tag. Yeah, It was Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, and Andrade, all from the AHFO versus Sting, Darby Allin, and Seaman Guevara. This match was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. This yeah, match my, had a lot of crazy it. fucking spots, dude. <laughs> I think there was like three table spots. Sting did like some crazy ass spot.
1: He <laughs> jumped. He jumped <laughs> off of like you know the upper deck and onto like two sets of tables with the butcher. I think it was or Andrade.
2: Yeah it it was. I don't know it it. My expectations were. Kind of normal at this point for this match. I was yeah. like, oh, it's going to be a I good. I honestly thought this was going to be match. like a
1: rampage match, like a normal, like, just, yeah, like, tag team or whatever. But, but they no, it, it was, immediately.
2: <laughs> and I thought it was supposed to be like a cooldown match. It was not a cooldown match at all. <laughs> like, for the main event to come up, no way. Uh, the winners yeah. were Sting, Darby, and Sammy Guevara. But yeah, no, this match was, this match was awesome.
1: And then Sammy did that, uh, was it the Spanish fly off of the, um, the uh, entrance, like the side entrance. Yeah, what
2: like, what the hell,
1: dude? I jumped off of that onto the table, and I was like, oh my god.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, so... Saying. Well, speaking of this, you know, Matt Hardy is the one that was pinned, I believe. Yeah. And afterwards, at some point, he tweeted out saying that he's sorry that he lost, and that he'll make it up for it uh, this Wednesday, so... Rumor is Jeff Hardy is coming this Wednesday because his 90 days is up this Wednesday, but we'll have to wait and see. Tim, what did you think of this match? It was crazy, this tag team match.
0: Which tag team match? Sorry, I can't remember the order.
2: Uh, Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassie, Andrade versus Sting, Darby Allen, and Sam Guevara. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, sorry. I was inspecting <laughs> again. There was probably a little gap there. I, I think it was just the trash can blowing up against my house. Um. No, we were saying thought, that it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It was no, it was yeah, dude, crazy. It, it was really fun. And again, Andrade, Andrade, this is another example of especially compared to like Darby and stuff. I was like, God, he's huge, but because uh, I'm a little kid, I gotta say, dude, at over 60 years old, staying jumping off that thing for me, <laughs> yeah, that the he stole the match. It was amazing.
1: I told I told my uh, I told my dad that because he's like sixty one, and I was like, imagine if you jumped off of this and you landed on a guy on a table. I'm like, he's like, I wouldn't get up. (laughs) (laughs) He's like out for the kill. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Um. But all right, guys, our main event was Adam Page versus Adam Cole for the AW World Heavyweight Championship. There was a lot of let's let's go Adam chance. Just (laughs) let's go Adam. You know, you don't have to pick who you're rooting for. You can go either way. Um, match was really good though Um, winner was in the end was Adam Page I was hoping for Adam Cole personally um, but unless maybe they can revamp I mean maybe some people don't feel the way I do but maybe in my opinion maybe they can revamp Adam Page's title run again and make me feel like he is you know feel like a champion maybe it's because he's a baby yeah. face and he's not you know he's being too nice yeah. about well I don't know I don't know, guys, but I, I want Adam Cole to win, but if they go in a cool direction with this, you know, Punk does want to be in line for the title. Um, He mentions it in the interview that we were talking about afterwards. Um, Maybe they can do that, but this match was good. A uh, lot of good storytelling, uh, really back and forth. It was a long one, but I think it was at least a half an hour or so, maybe more, Um. I really liked it. Good main event. Um, yeah, how about you guys?
1: Yeah, I thought it was in- interesting that you said like as him as a face because towards the end when he was he he tied Adam Cole up on the rope like Adam Cole did on Friday. Just a little uh, payback,
2: baby. Just a little payback. Yeah, but,
1: but he was like it was like not a, it was like a heel thing to do because he was yeah. kicking him in the face like over and over.
2: He's had um, enough of and the story crowd, time. The crowd
1: even started booing. Uh, so I was like, it kind of felt like it switched with like, I don't know, hangman, but uh, that could have just been that moment, but that overall, I thought this match was really good.
2: This is also Adam Cole's first loss in AEW in a singles match.
1: Yeah. Officially. yeah.
2: Officially.
0: Yeah. I thought the match was awesome. It was clear to me that the crowd couldn't really decide who they wanted or who they were rooting for. Uh I figured Adam Cole was gonna win. It just seemed to me or sorry, it just sorry, I figured that Adam Page was gonna win. It just seemed to me that um like you guys were saying in the beginning, like you can kind of feel it when a title change is gonna happen and I just wasn't seeing it happening tonight. I just don't think that it's Adam Cole's moment, but I do think that there'll be another moment for him down the road. But overall, I really enjoy the match. Um, Adam Page doing that moonsault off the rope. Or, or yeah, that pro. was really good. That always makes me nervous. I'm like, man, this guy's gonna blow out. He's a big guy
2: doing a freaking moonsault. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of like Charlotte. I, I mean, Charlotte similar. Flair's a tall girl, and she's doing moonsaults and shit. But, yeah. Yeah. but uh, no, that that so that wraps up a Revolution. I thought overall it was a really good pay per view. Yeah, I
1: I enjoyed it. I am glad I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I cool. didn't think it was better than All Out. Like I feel like All Out was like their best one ever. Yeah. But this one was like definitely in the top 5.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: Top 5. Top 5 for sure. Um so do, I guess that also about wraps up the show, huh? Yes, it does. Well, yeah. thank everybody for joining us for uh episode 26 our AEW Revolution special. I think that's what the title of the episode is going to be um so yeah we appreciate you guys for listening i can't believe how long we've been doing this it's like awesome and i still have fun every week doing it talk about wrestling with you guys and we're starting to get more interactive with talking to some of you guys on the uh on the internet and stuff and yeah it's just a really good time and i I can't wait to keep doing it uh follow all of our socials you just search at the pw fan like and subscribe on YouTube. Check out Andy's Funco Pop page at the Four One O Fan Bros, and join us next week for Episode Twenty Seven, where we talk all things Pro Wrestling.